Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to the She Can Ball podcast. I'm your host, Mahi Walla. Today, we're joined by Gabby Rones, a guard for the University of Nevada's women's basketball team. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. So I kind of want to start um, just kind of with the beginning of you and your career. So like, when did you get into basketball? And like, were there any other sports that you played growing up? So I got into basketball at a really young age. Um, I started playing like with a CYBL team with like boys and girls and just kind of uh, play basketball together. And then I also did another sport. I did soccer and I also did gymnastics. Um, I did more of gymnastics like when I was younger and it wasn't until I got hurt and like broke my left wrist and then I started getting more into basketball and like I found my love for it and yeah. When do, you, when do you think that you started getting like more serious with basketball? Oh, um, I would say from my middle school going into high school, um, I started like going to more training and more like just trying to work on my um, skill set. And I just saw that like uh, watching all these other female basketball players and like watching TV, like with people playing and stuff I was like oh my god it's a dream of me to just play in college and go to the next level and I just just want to do that for me and my family so yeah and I mean you know you had a great high school career um you know two four league titles two section championships two state titles I mean you talk a little bit about you know preparing for that high school um season and stuff but like what do you think made you so successful during your high school years I would say just a lot of hard work and not giving up um it was hard and I'm not gonna say it it was never hard like there was never challenges especially as a smaller uh, guard for myself um I think just pushing myself to my limits and knowing that I can do whatever I put myself to and just knowing that all the training all the hard work that I put in is gonna have a um, a good result in the end and it did for me and like I'm here now I'm living the dream that I've always wanted to live so yeah and, you know, you talk about just being a smaller guard, and I know how hard that can be. You know, what advice do you have for smaller guards out there? I would say just to always give your 110%. Um, being a smaller guard, you always have to work harder than everyone else, I would say, because, you know, you're always looked down upon sometimes. Like, you're always like, oh, she's smaller. They don't know if, like, they can do that much, or I don't know, like, because basketball is a taller sport and, yeah. and everyone knows that <laughs> um, so I think just working on your skill set and knowing like oh if I work on myself I work on my my basketball my my everything like I think that'll be a play a big part and a big role in like your future and stuff like when you play basketball so yeah yeah. And then, like, you know, when you look at your high school career, I mean, you can just see all these big accolades, all these big things that, you know, happened. But, you know, you talk about some of the hardships you had to face. Like, what were some of those things and how did you overcome them? I think just knowing the level of how I need to play was really hard and really challenging. Um, I wasn't prepared to because as a kid, I would play a lot and stuff. And I didn't know that there was like a different level of basketball. There's like people who play just to play and then people who play as in that's where they want to be. Like that's their journey, like to go higher in level and like that. Um, I think getting used to the level of basketball at a high level was really challenging and also just um, not feeling pressure from 
like AU. So I used to play AU and stuff like that. So there was a lot of pressure from that and pressure of like, oh, you need to be like people nowadays are like flashy. You need to like do things, you know, social media, like you need to do this and that. It was kind of like weird growing up with this, you know, getting big and stuff. So I think just looking past that and just knowing like if I know that I'm putting my all out, that's what people are going to see. That's what people are going to know me for. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really big um, pressure that a lot of student athletes face of just trying to get recruited in that process, because it's like, it's hard. And, you know, if you think about, you know, going to college and stuff, it's like a lot of people want that scholarship and it's like, you know, this is what's going to help me get a higher education. And so it can be really stressful, especially to put that on a high school student. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. It was a lot of pressure for me growing up. Like, um, there was a, my coaches would be like, oh, you have to do this. You have to do that. And it was just so overwhelming at a time. Um, but, but going back to like where I started and like all the people that supported me and like, I knew who had my back and it just was like, wow, okay, I can really do this. I can really push myself to be where I want to be, you know? And like, also proving people wrong I you know proving people wrong is one of my biggest like um things that I keep to heart because a lot of people did not think that I was going to be where I was where I am now so yeah and like when did you start getting into that recruiting process and just what was that experience like for you well it was kind of different for me because um the biggest year of like recruiting is like your junior year most likely um and junior and senior year but uh, being a smaller guard for me personally, it was hard. And, and I wasn't part of a smaller AU organization. So from going from a big from a big organization to a smaller one, it was kind of hard to um, market myself kind of to recruiters yeah. and show them like my skill set, especially if they're not there, like at the venues and stuff. So that was pretty hard. And also because my senior year is 2020. So COVID happened. Uh, it was hard for me to really be able to showcase my senior year, like of just me playing, me playing my, especially AU because, you know, AU, you travel, AU coaches and all that stuff. Uh, recruiters like to go to AU tournaments. So it was really much of a struggle my senior year, just being able to showcase my talent and stuff. But um, with that being said, Thankfully, I went to like camps my like sophomore and junior year, and that really helped me get to where I am now with Nevada. Um, should I, can I explain what happened? Oh, yes, of course. Okay. Um, so basically, I went to a Nevada camp um, and it was it was great. Like I, I was doing well and, and stuff, but the coach, Coach Levins, she was like, oh, we, we love we love watching you play. We love seeing you play, but we have a lot of guards right now. We don't know if we'll need you, so to say, like your year. So I was like, okay. So they were in the back of my mind. I was like, okay, maybe I'm not going to be going to Nevada. Maybe I'm going to somewhere somewhere smaller, somewhere, somewhere else. But um, luckily, my senior year, they give me a call, um, when I, especially when I was looking for schools to go to. I was Kind of, it was kind of hard. I had two D2 schools like looking at me, but they just didn't feel like a fit for me and my my game of play and just like the culture just didn't fit me. And I just was so hesitant to like decide, you know. And so a couple of days later, Nevada calls me 
little coach Levin, she's like, hey, um, do you remember you from the basketball camp? And we need, really need some guards right now. And we would really like to give you a scholarship. And like, after that, I was just like, wow, this is, this is crazy turn of events. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So they offered you your senior year. Yes, yes, yes. That is so cool. And they remembered you like from the sophomore and junior year camps. Right, right. That's why I was like, it's crazy. Like how, like the work, the hard work that I put out when I was going to the camp really showed them like, hey, I can play. And they remembered me. And that's like something I uh, hold dear to me. Like, like um, just being a part of the team is just, it's just great. Yeah. And that's amazing for a lot of our listeners as well, because, you know, I talked to a lot of people and, you know, some people, you know, they, they get those offers freshman year and they have college coaches knocking on their door, but for a majority of people, that's just not a reality. And so it's like, you know, still getting your chance. Now you're playing D1 basketball and it's just like having that all work out, I think is really amazing. Yeah. It's, it's really like a blessing and I'm so glad that I stuck with it. And like, I was true to myself. Like, I know I can play at this level. I know, I have more to give to this uh, basketball game. So, yeah. Like, what would you say to girls that are kind of going through that recruiting process right now? And just maybe, maybe if they're, you know, in their junior, senior year and not releasing those offers just yet. I would say for one, like, don't ever give up on yourself. Like you are your biggest supporter. You are, you are the one that's on the court. You are the one that is putting in the hard work and don't ever give up on yourself because you put so much of your time and your love for this game for you to like just you know give it away and like just to give in to all the negativity all the um um false things that's like coming to mind you know I would say like just keep at it like you never know when your time will come because your time will come and like for me like my time did come I just it just took a while yeah and it's okay if it does it's okay if you feel like um disheartening and stuff at times but just to know and like never give up on yourself never give up on like um your love for the game you know so yeah yeah no I love that that's like you know one of the biggest reasons why I do this and it's just for people like you to come on and sort of share your story because I bet there's a lot of girls that are might be listening and just going through that right now and like listening to that like it really just kind of gives you a sense of hope yeah I agree I agree and like I know you don't see a lot of like social media, like with basketball players who are on social media and stuff, you don't see the hard times, you don't see the hardships that they go through. And I would just say just to never give up on that. And like, just to, how do you say, like, put your all out and because you know, you, you're doing like what you're doing, like, you know, you're like, what you're doing right now is a great, it's great. Like I was listening to some of your podcasts, and I was like, Oh, my God, this is so inspiring. This is so inspirational. And like, um, yeah just to keep doing what you're doing like you know what you do best so yeah and like you know now you're at the University of Reno Nevada so like what was sort of that freshman year like in that first experience city win basketball my first year was kind of like a wake-up call it was in in high school I um I was on the floor a lot and just seeing the different level from like a high like high level high school basketball to high D1 college basketball it was so different and it was just like a wake-up call like oh there's other people in this world other women in this world that have put in the hard work are doing more and doing this and that so 
it was just kind of helped me like realize I need to put more out there. I need to work harder, harder than I'm working now. And it just helped me like kind of mature in the, in the basketball realm and like also in life. Like it, it made me go out of my comfort zone, I must say. No, that's a great perspective. I think a lot of people might just be like, oh, you know, I'm not getting minutes. What's going on and stuff. Like, how do you think you're able to develop your mindset on these things? And just like in general talking to you, you kind of have like a positive forward thinking attitude. Like, how do you look at things like this instead of looking at like, oh, the negatives and like, oh, I'm not playing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So like for my first couple of years, I didn't, I didn't play a lot and I'm, I'm okay with that because it's not about what I what I don't do it's like but what am I going to do next am I gonna work harder what am am I gonna go in the gym extra 30 minutes you know it's always about getting better for me it's never about oh what I don't have oh I hate this I hate that you know I just think about what can I do better for my team for us to win what can I do better for me to um, get my skill set up you know it's like if you ever, if you keep your head in a like negative mindset, it's just going to go downhill from there. And, you know, it's just going to, it's just going to go on to other people and stuff, you know? So I try to think of just how will I get better? How will I show them, oh, I can do this, you know? And this, uh, it's always like a, like I said before, like prove people wrong, you kind of yeah. thing. And, and it's not that I'm proving my coaches wrong, nothing like that. It's more of like, I want to show them I can do this. And I'm not going to take the stuff that I don't have um, away from me, you know. I'm just going to keep pushing, keep going. And I know I'm working hard and I know they're seeing it and I'm growing. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, what's amazing about you is, you know, you're also killing it off the court. I think, are you a computer science and engineering major? I thought I saw. Oh, I, I switched my major, but I was that. I'm, I'm now into international business. I'm trying to go into marketing. Very cool. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay, so like, what is that like? And that is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, one of my biggest dreams is to travel. So that's why I wanted to go into international business. And uh, marketing is like business marketing is just pretty cool to me. It's just like I like seeing um, people or companies market themselves and like the ideology of it. And I just wanted to get into it, you know? No, that is so interesting. That's something I'm actually really interested in too, because I I really like Spanish. Um, it's like oh, one of my favorite cool. um, subjects in school. And so I really want to do my my plan right now or like an idea, because obviously I like broadcasting and stuff. But like an idea for me is like international business and then doing that like in Spain or like in a oh. Spanish speaking country. That would be so cool. For, oh, my God. If you do that. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. But see, what's cool about that is like there's so many different majors that are offered at the University of Nevada, right? There, There is. There's a ton. There's. Some of them I didn't even know. Like I'm, I'm gonna take Japanese in the fall. I didn't even know they offered that like my freshman year. So yeah. And like you know, are you still able to like use your computer science skills and stuff? Because like that's like a very. Yeah, like I'm still be, from what I learned my freshman year when I was in the major, I can still use it, and it's still like, um, uh helpful for me right now because I have to use a lot of like um, app applications on my computer right now with the same type of applications I use for computer science so it's kind of helpful to know what I was doing before is helping me now so yeah that's perfect what does sort of like a day in your life like in season look like for you in season hmm. <laughs> 
Well, okay, so we wake up pretty early, depending on what time I have class that day. It's either we go to practice like around say nine, and then we have uh, three hour practices um, during season. And then we'll go to weights for an hour. And then after that, we'll have like some training table from Sodexo. It's like food brought to us from the school and stuff. Um, after that, then we go to class. It depends if it's online class or it's in person. If it's in person, I'll go to the class. But if it's online, I'll probably stay in the locker room and just do it in there. And then we have study hall. Um, so last year I had 10 hours study hall. And it's just like 10 hours per week. So I'd like two, two hours a day, get my homework done, get my like notes done. And then I'll just go home, maybe get something to eat and then go sleep. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. a damn packed day. It, it is. It's like a, it's almost like a job. That's how I was like, it's, I'm mature about like my time management now and stuff. And I really put my priorities first. Cause if you don't put your priorities first in college, like you won't have any time for your like personal life too much. So yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what is sort of like your recovery process and stuff? I mean, like four hours, four hours, five hours a day, you're on the court. Like mm-hmm. that's insane. Yeah. We have, um, a great, um, athletic trainer her name's Kristen um we uh I like you can do boots there like I'll go there like after practice if I have time between my classes or if I have time after study hall and like we'll do boots like compression boots or she'll do um cupping you know cupping oh yeah yeah cupping scraping and then recently like I was hurt like not hurt but I was um, my shin splints were kind of coming in so I was like hey Christian how do you help this and she was like, oh let's try some dry needling and it was really it was really nice because now I don't feel any pain in there and nothing nice yeah <laughs> yeah no the technology with the like athletic recovery is crazy it's crazy it I didn't even know about kind of a treatment like this when I was in high school I didn't even know college athletes get all this and I was like wow yeah well it was great having you on just lastly I know we talk about you know a lot of advice that you have because you have some you know amazing experiences and just perspectives but what advice do you have for girls looking to pursue basketball at a high level just in general I would say because it's it's like you know it's always different for everybody but I would just say like I've been saying like just keep working hard and never give up on like the dream that you want to accomplish um because it's it's a dream that you can accomplish like I'm here and like I was able to achieve my dream but keep going keeping at it like even through the hard times and like all the um failures anything because all these failures all these difficulties are just going to help you grow and help you get better and stuff and also just to also know like it's okay to feel things it's okay to get upset with yourself or upset with other things it's okay that's how life is um but just know that there's people in your corner there's people always supporting you and people you might not even know that's supporting you and not, might not even know that know you and like look up to you um so just just keeping at it and just never giving up is like a big thing and like prove the people wrong prove them wrong that you can do this yeah yeah, yeah. That's great advice. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Oh my God. When you, te- when you DM me, I was like, oh my God, I'm so honored. 
Yeah, I was like, I was shocked. I was like, wow, she picked me. I was like, wow. No, of course, of course. Well, thank you. And then I keep doing what you're doing. It's it's gonna go far for sure. You're gonna go far with this. And um, yeah, what you're doing is gonna be really inspirational for a lot of young girls. It's even inspirational for, to me. Like I've always wanted to do this. So thank you. Of course. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'll solve the.